Out in the dark, unfathomable depths of space, it is difficult to survive without making some pretty dastardly compromises of one's moral character. But in the 25th century, there was a man of somewhat genuine character trying to make a semi-honest living. His journals have been preserved since that time, and we are blessed that a few of those that survived were left running during his adventures. But before we get to the recordings, we need to thank a few fellow smugglers and a few producers of The Smuggler's Log. Thanks go to Sir Vo for his value-for-value value contribution of 33,000 sats. He has included a message with his boost, saying, Wonderful and clearly passionately produced content. Thank you. No, Sir Vo, thank you. If you have any friends or family that are interested in sci-fi, or science history in this case, please let them know about the Smuggler's Log. Hopefully we can have a Season 2 after all. And remember, if you include a note with your Bitcoin transaction telling us your name or your avatar's name, we'll mention you at the beginning of the next episode we produce for the podcast. That goes for boosts as well. We also accept subscriptions at subscribestar.com slash thesmugglerslog. Each time you share this podcast and each value-for-value value contribution preserves our past for a better future. Now let's listen to The Smuggler's Log. When we last listened to The Smuggler's Log, the Rekusant was still docked in the impound bay of the Schwashta Canadian destroyer SCS King Trudeau III which had docked with the King Trudeau II outpost in the Glargnak sector. They had managed to escape the destroyer's brig with the help of a friendly feminine bounty hunter named Skella Fintorosa. Their escape was placed in jeopardy, however, when it became apparent that the outpost was calling for an emergency evacuation due to an imminent core breach. But worse than that, P4TR10T had confessed to the crew of the Rekuzon that he was the cause of the reactor failure. Certainly there is no way they can escape in time. What will happen next? Let's find out in this episode of The Smuggler's Log. PR, I'm not disagreeing with the sabotage. I'm upset that you didn't give us some notice. Let's get moving. No point in giving any pretenses at this point. Run! Deermach, Tenegrad, disembark now. Lord Captain, you are not on board. We cannot leave without you. I'll be leaving with the Ray Cousin and Captain Dantic's crew. The usual rendezvous. If you don't hear from me in a day or two, the Cinders of Civility will be yours. If that happens, be good to her. She's been good to me. Now go! Aye, Captain. You hear that, PR? She called me Captain. Are they shooting at us? They are shooting at us. They must have tracked it back to the ship's AI, and she must have cracked under pressure. I guess I'll have to remove her IP address from my little black book. Your what? N never mind. We don't have time for that or blaster fight right now. PR, do you still hold enough sway with the Trudeau III to get a few blast doors closed behind us? Indeed I do. There. Everybody get through the door quickly. Alvarez, stop shooting and get in here! This is the last door. This is the last door. 
That was too close. Well, at least you didn't stick your big head out this time. Big head, big brains. Ha ha. Let's go. The Recusant should be just around the corner. You have got to be kidding me. They told me they fixed it. I'm sorry, Mr. Dontic, but we are not going anywhere with that boot on the boost drive. I may have mistakenly unlocked every hatch in the impound bay. That's fine, I'm sure it will save a few lives, PR. Stay in the airlock and start plotting a boost jump to wherever Skella inputs as the rendezvous. Alvarez, get the sublight ionic drive spun up. I'm going to use thrusters to pull away from the dock and then head out of the impound bay at full sublight. Now, all aboard. Baron Dantic, you may be an exemplary pilot, but that's suicide. Is that more or less suicide than staying in range of this destroyer's guns for longer than three seconds? I retract my objection. I'm glad to see you have the co-pilot seat, Skella. I wouldn't mind having you as my pilot on a long-term basis, Flyboy. Why don't you take off your helmet and stay for a while? I'm flattered that you're trying to get me out of my clothes, Flyboy, but are you kidding me? I have trouble trusting your ship when it's in good condition. I'll consider taking my space armor off after you get repairs. What in the moons of Calculon did you guys do to these guns? What is that alarm you keep silencing? Long story. Alvarez, how are those engines coming? Ten seconds. PR, drop dock and vent the airlock. Wait. Just in case you need it. Birdshot, birdshot, 19 round blaster cartridge, 45, 45, 250 round auto fire blaster cartridge. Ah, a Judge 2130. This is worth quite a bit on the open. PR, appraise it later. Aye, Captain. Airlock sealed and depressurized. Aye. Dock released. Aye. PR, you called me Captain. When in Rome. Extend the inertial dampening field so you don't get thrown off while you're prying off the boost boot, and then get to it. Aye. Alvarez, I want the boost drive spun up and ready to boost as soon as PR announces his remote unit is safely attached to the hull. Power up boosters on signal I Extending inertial dampening field past rated rate maximum. Hold on to your harnesses. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Here goes everything. Ow! PR, you still in the hole? Nope. Of all the- I haven't stepped out yet. I have grown accustomed to your spaceflight capabilities and calculated a high probability that I would be losing my remote unit if it exited before we shot out of the impound bay like a bolt of lightning. Thank the Lord. We will be needing a new external airlock hatch, however. Oh. We've got incoming. Wait, why am I hearing cannon fire in space? PR thought it would give us a good heads up to add sound effects to the sensor readings based on the type of ping. PR, calculate the probability of the destroyer's cannons hitting us at range. 98.35%. What about point blank? 35.7%. Way too late! Uh, are you crazy? No one has ever attacked a Natsikan destroyer in an old beat-up racing ship and lived to tell the story. 
old beat-up racing ship. Well, I never... Uh, did they stop firing? Their targeting computer is adapting. Since it's government-issued tech, it's never seen this before. The other destroyers in the sector are either too busy escaping or are afraid of damaging the Trudeau III by shooting at us. She'll start firing again as soon as she's adapted, or they take manual control. Ah! Looks like it adapted. PR, how is that boost boot coming? They're going to be launching fighters shortly. Baron, this is literally rocket ah. surgery. It requires patience and concentration. We can repair the damage later. We just need two good boosts after removal. I estimate 90 seconds and two weeks in dry dock. We've got fighters incoming and only one ah. working blaster cannon, ventral turret. I'm gonna need the ship rotated toward the fighters as I shoot. You ready for some fancy flying, Flyboy? With you? There's a lot of fancy stuff I'd like to do. Fighter's in range. Fighter at starboard dorsal. Bringing him up on starboard ventral. Got him! Incoming at half port. He's just out of firing arc. Spin counterclock. Roger, I see him. Take the shot! Take that, you Nazi can't Phil. Ah, I like this side of you. Take evasive. Cannon overheating. I need five seconds to cool. What are you going to do to me? I'm getting some drift. I've lost connection to the port aft ventral thruster cluster. But I can see it from out here, and it isn't firing. I can't see why. I'm on it already. Dorsal port forward. Rotating. Add another kill to the hull. Oh my. No. We've got an incoming shockwave from what was the outpost. I'm guessing 20 seconds and we're toast. PR? Good news is the fighters broke off. Bad news for them is the Trudeau III already bought it. Full force in the boost drive. Did Darklopsy get out? Are you kidding? She saw you on board. She left right after your song. Ten seconds. We are... We are going to die. Five. Four. Three. What will happen to our courageous crew? Will they escape the explosion of the evacuated stellar encampment? If they survive the ensuing stroke of sublimating splendor, to where shall they shove off? But more importantly, will this announcer ever end an episode without an extended explication of extraordinary alliterations? The short answer is obviously not. But find out next week on The Smuggler's Law. Production and story by Christopher Meacham. Voice acting by Donna Wood and Christopher Meacham. Guest starring Michael Edwards and Terry Meacham. Artwork by Natalie Natty K. Petruca. Audio editing by Christopher Meacham. Our entrepreneurial sponsors include Servo. Sound effects provided by Planet Earth Productions, Triune Films. 
Pacific Digital Video at pacdv.com slash sounds. And multiple participants at freesound.org, including Jabro, Louis2149972, Samster Birdies, Kyle S., Johnny Farmer, Lazarth, Jorik Hoof D, Samuel 44, Martini Meniscus, Smooky 9, Bellic, Dynamique, Anthusai, D. Hemming, Der Player, and E.C. Fike. Modifications were made to some of the sounds provided by freesound.org. The Smuggler's Log is an audio drama produced in association with Planet Earth Productions. The Smuggler's Log. Dot com.